what is going on you guys hello hello i'm back hello you guys what's going on welcome to my blue thoughts my dodger podcast uh where i give you not your blue thoughts but my blue thoughts uh before we start um i'll just fucking throw it out there you guys (laughs) This podcast is sponsored by Bucked Up Supplements. Um, Bucked Up is a supplement company I've become uh, very fond of over the last few months. And uh, they've got some great products. They've got everything you want, really. Uh, Protein powders, creatine, um, pre-workout, which is how I got introduced to them. Um, Post-workout. They've got some pills that will help you... uh, you know, with libido and stuff, and if you don't know what that is, then good for you, uh, but as you get older, you'll know. Um, anyway, go to buckedup.com and uh, enter promo code, damn it, 10 pounds, 10 pounds is the promo code, one zero pounds, um, you know, I got two podcasts, and I just don't want to confuse people, that's 10 pounds is the name of, is is one of the couple words in my title of my other podcast, The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. Um, however, they're also a sponsor for this podcast. And rather than have two separate, pa- uh, you know, promo codes, I'm like, you know what, man, just go, just leave it the same. It's just keep it simple. So anyway, um, go to buckedupsupplements.com and uh, you will save yourself 20% on your entire order. Um, and I encourage you to do the sample pack. But what is going on, you guys? Like I said, um, it's Monday. I'm so excited. The Dodgers, uh, my favorite baseball team, is sitting on top of the National League West by not one, but two games at 16-7, and seven, two games ahead of the Colorado Rockies, your Los Angeles Dodgers, and, oh, by the way, I mean... They lead the major leagues in wins, although the A's are tied with them. A's have played one less game. It's whatever, man. I know everyone's really high on the A's right now because the A's... (laughs) I said said A's on accident. Uh, Because the A's are playing really good baseball. And again, aside from Matt Chapman, um, I don't actually know anybody else that plays for the A's. Um, couldn't tell you anybody, but they've got one of the best records. You know, it's always a feel-good story. And then, obviously, we all know how Moneyball ends. Even if they made a sequel, it had the same fucking ending. They are a team not designed to do well in October. They're a team that's made to, you know, they, they use Moneyball. They use metrics and all that good stuff. So, anyway, um, what I did want, though, what I did want, I did want to, uh, to, uh, I'll just connect it through the mic. You guys don't understand what I'm talking about. Um, last week, I predicted this. Play seven games. I predict the Dodgers go five and two. Um, I think Kershaw will have a better outing this What? I predicted the Dodgers would go five and two. Oh, shit. Guess what they did this week? They went five and two. Oh, really? Yeah. I pre- you heard it, right? Here. I'll play it again for you guys. I will play it again. Are you ready? Pay attention. Okay? Pay attention. I'm going to replay it right now. Don't worry. 
It's coming. Here we go. Ready? Five and two. They play seven games. I predict the Dodgers go five and two. What? Um, I think Kershaw will have a better outing this week. I think May is going to continue to pitch well. Bueller will. Oh, uh, he predicted to, it's going to uh, be you know, May. He had a rough start. But, uh, you know, I think he'll, he'll get the job. So, you guys, I don't. I don't know what else to tell you other than, one, I'm motherfucking Pete Stradamus. And number two, um, I know what the fuck I'm talking about, you guys, okay? I said that I didn't want to split with the Padres, but I had a feeling that we probably were going to split. Because a four-game series with a good team like the Padres, you know, they are a good team. I'll give them credit, man. I've been one of the first people to criticize the Padres organization over the last few years because their team has been dog shit. Their fans are dog shit. Do you even know one single San Diego Padre fan? Just seriously, I know people in San Diego and they are not Padre fans. Born and raised. I don't know any Padre. I literally don't know any fucking Padres fans. Know a lot of Giants fans, Yankees, Red Sox, that makes sense, whatever, Mariners, because people are from, like, yeah, dude, those fucking make sense. Padres, it would make sense, but I don't fucking know anybody, because no one gets a fuck about the Padres, because they're dog shit, but they're a good team, man, so, this year, and they're, and they're an exciting team to watch, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. is one of the most exciting players right now in baseball, because he's young, he's flashy, he's good, you know. So I kind of had a feeling the Dodgers would, would would split the series, although I wanted them to take three or four, which is what I said last week. And I also said, I kind of want to see the Dodgers sweep the Angels. Oh, fuck. Dodgers split the series with the Padres, and they sweep the Angels. And by the way, the Los Angeles Angels of suck my cock. You guys are in fucking last place. Okay, nine games out. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, just really quick, like, the Angels are nine games out, and we're a third of the way through the season, which is also fucking crazy, a third of the way through the season, and uh, it's whatever, man, I I mean, anything's possible, but uh, let's just say if the season ended right now, the Angels and Mike Trout would again not be winning any playoff games this season, anyway, this podcast is not fucking about the Angels, although I think it's funny that people, you know, all the Angel fans that were die hard the last few years, uh, they're starting to disappear. I literally know two Angel fans, Evan Dunn and Eric Dunn, that have been ride or die since, you know, since, since fucking back in Wally Joyner days. And fucking, I remember, uh, this is actually, you know what, I'll tell this fucking story because I don't care. It's my fucking blue thoughts, but... Um, I remember, I, I don't remember what exact year it was, but if I had to guess, I'd say it was 2002, but I could be wrong, but that's just what I'm guessing, um, but me and my best friend Eric Dunn and one of our other friends at the time, Ian Skidmore, um, and there probably was somebody else, but maybe it was just the three of us, we were all pretty close, uh, we went to Angel Stadium to see the Giants play the Angels because Ian was a Giants fan. Eric's also kind of my friend Eric is also kind of a Giants fan, but he's also an Angel fan. I don't that doesn't even fucking make sense, but whatever, dude. You know, I get it kind of cuz he also likes the Giant the 49ers, so whatever. Anyway, um shout out to Eric Dunn getting fucking his name mentioned on my podcast. Um but anyway, uh so 
they, you know, he was an Angel fan and kind of a Giant fan, and I was a Dodger fan, obviously. But at the same time, this is at that that point, I still like the Angels. I I still like the Angels. I just don't fucking like Angel fans. I don't root for the Angels like as hard as I do for the Dodgers. But like, you know, I'll root for the Angels because they're a local team and they got Mike Trout, who I enjoy, and actually I like Rendon now too. You know, and I was gonna root for them even more when in the off season. I don't know if you guys even remember this because I don't think we've talked about it, but. In the offseason, the Dodgers traded Jock Peterson and Ross Stripling to the fucking Angels. And we were like, wait, what, dude? <laughs> why? What did they do? Like, why? And then, but then I was like, well, fuck, dude. That's going to be a good fucking lineup. Pujols, I'm pretty sure they had, had, they had Rendon at that point, but I don't remember. Maybe they didn't. But they had Pujols. They had, obviously, Mike Trout, best player in baseball. They had Otani, who's actually pretty good, you know. And then if they were going to add Jock, then I was like, fuck, that's a good fucking lineup. So anyway, point being, back in 2002, I kind of was like kind of an Angel fan, you know? I mean, I grew up watching baseball. Like, I always, who were the teams that were on TV when I was a kid? Dodgers, obviously. Angels were also on TV a lot because they were a local team. So, I, of course, as a kid, I rooted for them. Um, and then, you know, when I was younger, we, the Cubs were on TV a lot and the Braves were on TV a lot. And I couldn't like the Braves because they were a division rival. But, you know, I liked watching them. I liked watching, I loved watching, like, Andrew Jones. And back when they had, like, Marquise Grissom and fucking, uh, what's the other fucking dude's name that played outfield? Uh, God damn it. This is going to bother me now. It'll come to me. But anyway, um, oh, Deion Sanders. Hello. Primetime. Uh but this, uh, and, you know, the Cubs were on TV a lot, so, like, I liked Sammy Sosa and fucking, like, Mark Grace and Ryan Sandberg. Anyway, point being, 2002, I'm at the Angel versus Giant game because I'm like, yeah, I kind of like the Angels, but I fucking hate the Giants, right? If you're a Dodger fan, there's two teams you root for, the Dodgers and whoever's playing the fucking Giants. Fuck the Giants. I wrote a poem. You want to hear it? Roses are red. Dodgers are blue. Fuck the Giants. <laughs> it's good right anyway um so we want to go to the game angels at the big a edison field that was probably fucking called back then again um and we were there the night that the rally monkey was born okay at the fucking angel game when the rally monkey was born i know and then it became like a thing and then you know so that's all i'm saying man It's funny that they're in last place, is all I'm saying. Anyway, um, the Dodgers, what can I say about the Dodgers, man? Um, they are just, guys are literally destroying the fucking ball. You know, like, watching the game on Friday night, like, If I'm an if I'm an Angel fan, like if I'm actually an Angel fan, like how can I talk shit against anybody? You know, like how? You can't. But you can't talk shit to people like the Dodgers. The Dodgers are fucking awesome. We hit so many home runs this week. Um but watching them sweep the Angels is just like 
I mean, because if the Angels thought they had a shot at the playoffs, that the Dodgers probably eliminated. So anyway, um, honestly, I don't remember why I started telling the story about when I went to the Angels Giants game back in 2002. I don't fucking remember. And I don't want to go back and like re-listen to it and then record and then edit. it's just stupid, dude. So um, anyway, the Dodgers are playing the Mariners this week. Okay, Dodgers are playing the Mariners. They play them for four games. It's a home and home series, basically, like in fucking basketball or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I mean, here's the thing, man. I like the Mariners for a number of reasons. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I grew up, same thing, you know, not really on TV a lot, but maybe like on Sunday Night Baseball, definitely on highlights, but like watching Ken Griffey Jr. Like when I was a kid, he was the kid and he was just a cool fuck. You know, he was this young guy, came up when he was 19. You know, he uh, the reason we actually I actually knew who he was because he played for um the San Bernardino Spirit, which is uh, a minor league team out in San Bernardino, and San Bernardino is, you know, 25 minutes or so, not even, from Ontario, which is the town that I grew up in, so we knew that this guy, Ken Griffey Jr., who, like, got drafted out of high school, and he's going to be in the big leagues, they think, and, you know, he stopped in San Bernardino, so, like, and then he came up with his hat backwards and his fucking swing and he pimp home runs. And, like, I fucking loved Ken Griffey Jr., dude. I had the glove when I was in high school, the fucking Ken Griffey Jr. glove. And, dude, like, it was like it was so cool for me to have the same glove. And then he came out with, like, um, his own, like, line of, like, Nike batting gloves, the Swingmans. And then after that, they fucking, they made a whole, uh, what you would call it? Like a whole line of like Nike products that were called Swingman, which is like kind of like Jordan is to Nike. You know, like Jordan is Nike, but it's a part of Nike. So they had Swingman, and it was like you know they had Swingman cleats, which you know I had. And I was I'm not even a kid at this point, but I just like like Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, so you know he they had the Swingman, you know undershirts and hats and everything. But Ken Griffey Jr. when I was a kid with his hat backwards, you know, like he was my favorite. He, I mean, obviously in the Hall of Fame, but I mean, if he hadn't gotten hurt, you know, all you know, all those few years, like he'd be the home run leader all time. He would have been the all time home run king, and uh, you know, people wouldn't have to put an asterisk next to the home run record like there is now with Barry Bonds on there. Um, you know, so anyway, point being. I've always kind of liked the Mariners because of that. Like, I'm not a Mariners fan, like, but like they were always a team that, like, if they were on, I would. For sh- I mean, I would watch baseball almost anyway. But like for sure, you'd be like, oh, there's there's Ken Griffey Jr. There's Jay Buhner, who was like, you know, th- I think like that's where baseball messes up. Is like there's been some characters in baseball, you know, over the last, you know, since forever, and you don't really know about it unless like obviously people in Seattle. They fucking know who Jay Buhner is and was. Like, he was, like, a, a local hero. But he didn't get a lot of national, I feel like. But he would drop fucking bombs. And he had a hose. I remember that. He he always struck out a lot. In fact, I want to say he set the strikeout record at the time, at some point. But I could be wrong. But he also was, like, kind of, he was bald. And he had, like, a beard and a goatee. And he was just, like, cool. And I think baseball, 
you know, should market people like that to get kids. I mean, I watch baseball, but like they should market more. So anyway, um, point being, um, the Mariners suck. And I'm sad that, you know, the Dodgers are honestly probably going to sweep them. Although the one thing that might get to the Dodgers is the travel a little bit. It's going to be kind of annoying, but um, they are going to play two games uh, in Seattle or uh, in L.A., and then they're going to play two games in Seattle, um, right? Uh, like so, Monday, Tuesday at Dodger Stadium against the Mariners. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday in Seattle against the Mariners, and then they have to go come back home to play the Rockies. And it's just like that's that's really confusing, dude. <laughs> like it's just a lot of unnecessary flying and stuff, and with COVID, and I don't know. I think it's just a little stressful. So I don't think the Dodgers are going to you know, sweep all four games against the Mariners, but I think three out of one is very much in the realm of possibility. Um, it would be cool to see, you know, the Dodgers play the Mariners in Seattle, but obviously no fans, but that would be fun. It's always like, you know, if you're like me, I've talked about it on this podcast before, but um, if you're like me, uh, you like to go on to on road trips where the Dodgers would be, which kind of bothers me because uh, I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast. I'm sorry I say that sometimes. Um, I just don't remember if I've talked about it. But I was supposed to be on a comedy tour this season where I went to all the major league ballparks um, and got to see and watched a game in all the major league ballparks. And then um, I was going to do shows in each city. And I was trying to match it up with when the Dodgers were in each city because I think this year they were going to be in 18 different cities, which is a lot, you know. Um, I think that's what it was. They were going to be in 18 different cities. There was obviously there was 12 teams they weren't going to. I don't remember how it measured up. But um, I was going to go to most of their road series, like a, at least a game of all their road series. And uh, I was very much looking forward to, uh, or I'm sorry, I was looking forward to the trip in general. But point being is next season, the Dodgers also will be playing um, the American League West and interleague play. So they are on the schedule to go to Seattle next season. So if the world is back to normal, or at least, you know, being able to go to live games and whatnot. Um, I'm going to try to do this tour next season. Um, and that'll be definitely a weekend I try to book seeing the Dodgers while they're in Seattle um, and then performing in Seattle because I like performing. In, I mean, I like performing anywhere, but Seattle's a cool city. Seattle is, uh, if you've never been to Seattle, um, it's very, I don't know, it's cool. Like, I prefer cities where you can walk around, you know, and do stuff when not need a car. Like, they've got a really good public transit system with the, uh, uh, I think they call it the rail, something rail. I forget. Um, and they have good bus things, too, because it runs on a grid pretty much. So, um, I like Seattle. I like performing there. So, it would have been fun, you know, to perform there this year, which I'm not going to. But to set this up now, because the Dodgers were not going to play the Mariners this season like in the old schedule um so anyway that's all just me rambling if i feel bad when the dodgers play the mariners plus uh well like because 
the Mariners aren't good. Um, actually, uh, D. Gordon's on the Mariners. I was just going to say, I don't think I know anybody that's on the Mariners, but they got, obviously, Kyle Seeger, uh, who is Corey's brother. And uh, random fact, they've never played each other, which that can't be right. I don't want to go back on, like, the records and see if the Dodgers played the Mariners within the last, you know, five years because Corey Seager has been with the Dodgers since 2015 and I feel like the Dodgers have played the Mariners at some point so maybe one of them was hurt and this is the first time they're playing and they're both healthy you know playing against each other because I'm pretty sure the Dodgers have played the Mariners like I said I don't have a I don't have like a, a podcast sidekick in the studio with me to fact check stuff like if I was talking right now and I had a fact checker person I'd be like like Joe Rogan, like Jamie, can you can you, can you look that up for me? Uh, the Dodgers played the Mariners within the last five years. Oh, they did. Oh, they played them in Seattle. Okay, and uh, yeah, so one of them must have been hurt. So there, yeah, the Seager brothers are gonna play each other. Uh, so there's a Seattle connection there because obviously Corey grew up kind of looking up to Kyle, and then he's like, hey man, you're pretty good, but fuck you, man, I'm better. By the way, Corey Seager might be the MVP so far as I predicted in the preseasons. Got five home runs, dude, and his swing looks fucking good. He started the season batting like in the sixth and seven hole. Guess what? Back up at number two, which where he was until the last couple years when he got hurt, you know, obviously in 2018. And then 19, you know, he got hurt again a little bit. So, you know, people forgot about him. But I fucking told you guys, man, Corey Seager's looking good. That's all I'm saying, dude. Corey Seager's looking fucking good, okay? But that's why I like Seattle. I also like Seattle because one of my friends, Liz uh, Adamak, her dad is the PR guy for the Mariners and has been for like 20-plus years. So, like, whenever the Dodgers play the Mariners, like at spring training or something, she hooks me up with tickets. Nothing crazy. Or, like, you know, there's been a couple times when I've gone to Seattle to perform and the Mariners were in town, so I'm like, hey, you know, can your dad get, and her dad would get us, like, dope seats at Safeco. That's a nice field, man. It really is. Seattle's nice, man. I, you know, I say a lot of times, like, I don't know if I could live there. I'd say I don't know if I could live there only because even though it's cool, uh, like, the downtown area, like I said, because you could walk everywhere, um, I don't, it's, it has a lot of traffic, which is probably why they have public transit. They have a lot of traffic, and for me to live in a city with traffic, like, I would just live in LA, like, why am I going to move to another city, just because, like, why? <laughs> so anyway, but I like Seattle, man, it's a fun city, it's probably, it's probably, it's definitely in my top 10 favorite cities in the US, um, and then Denver is right up there. Denver's like in the top five, though. And the Dodgers play the Rockies this weekend, which is great because the Rockies playing well. You know, they've got obviously very exciting lineup. They always do, but they've got pretty good pitching. Uh, they were actually in first place for a couple of days by like a game. Um, but now they're two games back. And I don't think that they're falling. I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they'll be right up there at the end of the season, maybe as one of the wild cards even, uh, or, you know, division leaders because the playoffs is weird this year. But anyway, um, 
by this weekend, you know, could be tied. Could I hope not, but I hope the Dodgers maybe have gained a game on them by the weekend, and you go into a three-game series with a team that you're already three games ahead of potentially. Um, that I mean, that not the season's not over, but I mean, it's far from over. But I mean, it's also season is a third of the way, so it's like you know. As teams, you know, fall behind more and more as far as games back, uh, you know, the calendar, you start looking at the calendar. This is like, you know, in September is when you start looking at stuff. And, you know, we're still a couple weeks away from September. But I'm just saying, it'll be it'll be interesting. It's a big series regardless. The Dodgers should just go in and, you know, let, let the Rockies come in and, and just take care of business. The Dodgers, obviously, you know, that's going to be our competition. But... You know, the Rockies are a completely different team away from Coors Field. Everybody knows this, so it's not a secret. Um, so, anyway, that's that. Denver is one in my top five favorite cities. And I was going to go to Denver when the Dodgers played the Rockies this year and do show for my tour, but like I said, got canceled. Um, how good is Mookie Betts, you guys? How <laughs> fucking good. Is Mookie Betts, dude. He's fucking hit three home runs this week. And uh, in a game. <laughs> I would be shocked. I would be fucking shocked if they did not give Mookie Betts player of the week this week. I don't know the, the cross line, but I would be shocked. By the time this podcast comes out, they will have announced the player of the week. But it should be fucking Mookie Betts. Um. He's looking to be every bit of the player that Dodgers traded for, uh, you know, traded for, yes, and signed for this, you know, $365 million. And uh, on the field, he's showing that he's worth every penny, but also off the field. He set up this charity, this food drive, and giving away a mask to uh, somewhere in Compton, I think. And he basically said, I don't, I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, L.A.'s home now, so I have to start, you know, taking care of the people in, you know, where I, in my home or something like that. But so basically, because I know he was, uh, when he was with Boston, he was very involved in, you know, giving back to the community, which is part of the reason, I think, why the Dodgers didn't hesitate to sign him to that fucking contract without seeing him play an actual game, just because all the stories they heard about how great of a player he is but how great his work ethic is, but also how good of a person is, you know, he is. And he does a lot for the community. He was doing a lot during COVID um, in Nashville, which is where he lives, is where he's from. Um, and uh, he's just an overall good guy on the field, off the field. And in, in a sense, you know, you kind of look at that and you're like, who else do the Dodgers have that gets very involved in, his community and in charity and whatnot that also represents the team as a superstar on the field. Clayton Kershaw. You know, Clayton Kershaw I've talked about on this podcast many times how, you know, you root for him because he's been a Dodger and just you want him to get that ring, but also because of how uh, a great of a person he is. He goes, him and his wife go to Africa every off season and, you know, build homes for, you know, impoverished, impoverished, uh, people over there and they just do all these great things in their community um, I know Clayton puts on like you know baseball camps every off season like for free I think 
or if it's not for free it's not for the kind of money you like it's like ten dollars or something the kind of not the kind of money you would think that you would have to spend to go to Clayton Kershaw but you know with this with Mookie getting involved with the charity and just off to the great start he's at you start to think you get why the Dodgers signed him to that long contract is because the guy who does that for us right now is you know I hate to say it but you know Clayton his last year with the Dodgers is probably going to be the last year of his contract I don't see that I don't, I don't see him playing past that point. If the Dodgers win the World Series, he probably would retire. You know, even if they won it like last year or the year before, he might have retired. You know, so I think it's a it's a subtle way of the Dodgers and Mookie showing that they're the he's going to be the face of the franchise moving forward, along with obviously Bellinger and uh, and Walker Bueller. But you know, with Mookie's being signed to that long of a contract, when Cody's contract you know, is up in a year or two. Um, I think it's like two. I think they still have another year of arbitration, I believe. Uh, you know, they're going to have to pay him. And, you know, since they've already committed so much to Mookie, do they maybe not commit as much to Cody? Or do they let Cody go, depending on what the French are? Or maybe do they trade him before his contract is up? Because when you sign a guy like Mookie, that's pretty much saying that this is going to be the franchise guy moving forward. So. I think they made a great choice. It's just, it's interesting when you look at it like that. So anyway, um, that's me, you know, rambling um, about just baseball and different things and how they work with life and um, my personal life. Um, I played the last game of the season for the team that I play on right now or that I was playing on in Oklahoma City. So that's kind of, I'd say I'm bummed, but like this is honestly like the shittiest collection of baseball players I've ever seen in my fucking life, and uh, like they're so bad. I, I they fucking suck, dude. Like so when the game was over, I was just like, you know, I'm I'm blessed that I got to play baseball because I know most of my friends back home and probably any in most places, you know, if you play adult baseball like I did, you know, the leagues probably aren't open right now because of COVID, but because I'm in Oklahoma right now, and they don't give a fuck, you know. Uh, so I'm thankful that I got to play, you know. But it was just it got to the point where it wasn't fun anymore. But like it was just fun to play and know that I can still play like in an adult league, like whatever. Um, my girlfriend, it's it's fine. I was gonna say my girlfriend's dad came to watch my last game, and I made a fucking sweet ass play in outfield when he came. But anyway, um, that's it, you guys. Uh, I'd say a big week, but this is this should be a week where the Dodgers separate themselves with four games against the Mariners. Like I said, two in L.A., two in Seattle, and then three games uh, with the Rockies. And after that game with the Rockies, they will have their first break in like seven, 14, like 17 straight games they will have played in 17 straight days. So I'm sure they're looking forward to getting that day off. But uh, for... And six, so they've got seven games. I see them going five and two again. Maybe that means they uh, they take three of four against Seattle, two of three against Colorado. I think that works, man. I think that works. So let's just say that again. Let's just fucking have them keep going five and two. That'll probably give them another game or two on the Rockies over the course of the week. So. Um, five and two is my prediction. 
honestly, guys, so far, my preseason predictions are looking good. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening um, to the podcast. By the way, reminder, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please go on there and leave me a review, rate, subscribe to the podcast. But uh, this has been My Blue Thoughts, and uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Go Dodgers!